Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it is officially last minute on Valentine's Day, and uh, if you're anything like me, I don't know, what, I don't know what you guys are up to. Um, I have not bought a card yet. If your husband's not listening, he's fine. He knows he's not going to get one. I'm pretty sure. Uh, if, but if you are last minute right now and you're thinking, oh dear, oh no, I got to do something to save Valentine's Day. We'll be your Valentine's Day. Gift doctors. Yeah, we love to spend other people's money. Right. 651-641-1071. I mean, let's say you thought, oh my gosh, I was going to make a special dinner. What am I going to do last minute? What could be special? But you don't want to put a lot of time, energy, or effort into it. That's fine. We'll help you. What we're trying to prevent you from doing is just driving up to the ye old corner store and getting the Whitman's sampler. Though there are people who I think are excited about the Whitman sampler, maybe you want to supplement that with some thoughtfulness. Yeah, if you are excited about the Whitman sampler, stay tuned to the third hour of today's show. Mm, how true that is. 651-641-1071. Uh, do you need a little uh, last-minute uh, Valentine's Day help? We're here to help you. Um, so do you never get gifts for Valentine's Day? Um so the truth is I traditionally forget oh. about Valentine's Day okay. and think, oh, I'll just get a card at the last minute. Yeah. I, I, that's like the thing that the man is supposed to do, right? Allegedly in the relationship. I don't know. Cause there's two men in my relationship. So that's a true. hard question. This is true. The, this is like the people always think it surprises them that I'm the one in my relationship that forgets about cards and that kind of thing. Oh, okay. So I just, but then I go, I don't want to go spend money on a card because it's going to go in the garbage. Like, I don't want to put people out of work, but I tend to think that cards need to go away or they need to change with the times. Right. Because I now feel bad when I get a card because I throw it out. Right. Um, I have a partner who saves everything Mm -hmm. when it comes to cards. And I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. To like not only then get a card, but also to put something in the card. Right. And then I feel bad throwing away the card because I just think it's wasteful. And then I'm throwing it away. And then I also feel like I'm throwing away feelings or Mm -hmm. I'm throwing away emotion, you know, like something that someone has made an effort to do. Yeah. So I just think they're fraught in 2020. So I, I feel agree. like if we could just get rid of cards altogether, that would be awesome. I also, okay, now <clears throat> so now this is quickly turning into a card conversation, but I fine. don't care. Um, 651-641-1071, if you have card conflict in your life, <laughs> give us a call. Um, I 
this is the thing. Okay, this has always driven me crazy in my life from a very young age. The pressure you feel when you open a card to react to the hallmark sentiments yes. that have been written well, on the card. Welcome oh. to my life of opening gifts, period. But yes, oh. cards as well. Like, it, oh, thank it, you. The, oh. It is the worst feeling in the entire world to open a card knowing that you are going to have to perform on this. Yeah. Okay. No, that was I, dramatic. It's not the worst feeling in the world. I live but I'm a, bad at it. I have a family uh, where um, people would open gifts and be like, oh my God, this is the most amazing gift I ever got. Oh my God. Oh, I love this. This is everything I ever I can't do that. Yeah. And so I always feel like I'm making a person feel bad about anything they've given me Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Thanks. At least with a gift, the other person has put some thought into getting the gift that they thought you would have that reaction to naturally. Yeah. With a card, it's like you've outsourced your feelings to Hallmark, to mass produce. It just, there's, I don't like. Well, can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you. So you actually read the card. I'm saying, I mean, yeah, I'm saying the words that are pre-printed. Yes. Oh, because I only look to like if because I would never give someone a card and just sign my name unless it's like a wedding or something. Right. Congrats. So you put your own sentiment. So like if I send if I give Jamie a card. Then I would say something nice. Right. Extra. He does the same thing. I only read that part. I don't read the like. Our love is a love unlike any other love. And the loves that love are so full of love. I, I love you. I can't stand it. It's seriously. Yeah. And then I always felt bad when I would give like my grandmother loved cards and I would give her a card and she would read through the whole thing. And then she would look at me and just go, oh, thank you. And I felt guilt because I was like, I don't even know if I actually read that when I yeah. bought it yeah. or my mom picked that out for me to yeah. give to you. It was so sweet. Ooh. Um, Molly's on, or sorry, I lied. Sarah's on the line with some card conflict. Let's go to Sarah. Uh, hello, Sarah. Sarah, do you have some card issues? Sarah, we can't talk to you as much as we'd like to. We're having, for the first time ever, phone issues. Uh, and so my That's apologies to before. Sarah and Molly and anybody else who wanted. So now you just get to listen to us complain about Hallmark cards. Um, what Do you get gifts other than cards? Do you get flowers? Oh, you don't like flowers. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'll, I don't I'll wa- let it out. I'll let it out. No, because you're going <laughs> to. No, it's fine. He. <laughs> So we have two cats and they eat flowers and my wonderful husband every single year buys flowers for a lots of holidays. So Valentine's Day is a flower holiday. My birthday is a flower holiday. And um, every year the flowers have been stressing me out since we got cats because the cats like to eat the flowers and then they barf and then they vomit mm-hmm. and I'm not I like flowers. I don't like cat puke. So then we have to like put the flowers in the kitchen, which is not a flower room, and then shut the doors so the cats don't get into the kitchen where the flowers are. And Wow. Yeah, cards, man. I know. So cards, and also cards and flowers, flowers. are rough what about at chocolate? my house. How do you feel about chocolates? I mean... Oh, come on. No, perfectly honestly, I really don't need... He's making me dinner tonight. 
And that will be wonderful. Awesome. And I'm very excited Did about that. Did he put that. the beans in before he left the house? When we come back, it's cheat day. <laughs> so we are going to eat something that uh, we have not tried yet. And we're going to tell you what we think of it. Stick around to find out what we're cheating with today on My Talk 1071. Cheating on Valentine's? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Each and every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, we like to uh, break free of the shackles of our balanced diets, healthy diets, and eat something that you know. Mm-hmm. It's a Friday feeling, and uh, when we do that, we call it cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Oh my god! I can't wait to put it in my mouth. Okay, what is this thing? This is a thing from Pizza Hut. So, you know, um, Pizza Hut is always giving us the feels. um, And I thought, I wonder if they've got anything special for Valentine's. Well, I don't know if this is necessarily for Valentine's, but it is a limited time only in Woofer. Um, The mozzarella peppers pizza. And uh, I think we would just call this like mozzarella sticks that have been smooshed into the shape of a square. Mm-hmm. The popper part, I don't know what that means, but it's essentially pop when I put it in my mouth. Uh, it's essentially a large pizza with uh, square battered mozzarella bites mm-hmm. on the crusty crust parts. I mean, it's literally kind of just thrown there it's before like they bake it. Your appetizer comes right on top of the pizza. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I. Th- I don't know what the intention is in terms of how you're supposed to eat this. Yeah, I don't know that there's really instructions. Um, I know what I'm about to do, though. You're going to put it in your mouth? I'm about to put the mozzarella part in your mouth. Put it in your mouth mouth and eat it! Uh Mm -hmm. So it looks, I mean, it just looks like a mozzarella stick, essentially, that's been smooshed. Is it good? No. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know if it were warmer, if I would like it better. Oh, maybe because it's 30 below outside? Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel, luckily it doesn't feel 30 below, but like, even in terms of like what kind of mozzarella stick it is, I'm not super excited about it. However, I have just, while you are mm, finishing it, it is kind of buttery. Look what I've done right now. And I'm about to eat it like this. Okay. I just dipped it and then put it on the top of my pizza square. So I'm about to eat the whole thing. Okay. And I'll let you know how that goes. But what, tell me about what you just experienced. I mean, it's, you know, it's fine. It's a mozzarella stick, essentially. It's not as um, chewy as I like mozzarella. Right. It's kind of just like... Crumbly. There's like a great grainy, gritty texture. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that is. Let's be real, though. At like 9 o'clock on a Friday night, if I wanted something hot and cheesy... This would do it for yeah, you. Yeah, I would eat this. Although, I'm... I'm I appreciate the creativity. What do, you, what do you think about your... No, I experience? mean, it's just, it didn't make it better. It didn't make it worse. But really what I just found was that I want to eat Pizza Hut pizza, which is my favorite part I was going to say experience. the thing that I would want, I would just get my stuffed crust experience. Right? Yeah. I feel like stuffed crust is 10 times better than this. Okay, I'm going to, like, I love Pizza Hut. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, Pizza Hut pizza, I want to eat it. This feels a little lazy to me in the sense that I, Pizza Hut, I've seen what you can do, right? Remember when Pizza Hut, were they the ones that did the hot dog crust pizza? Yeah. Like they do international things that are remarkable. We never get them here. So this just feels like sort of like a here, America, 
here's a fun pizza for you for fun. Um, how, well, it seems just, like an afterthought. Holly, yes, what do you thank think? you. Yeah, you know, there's something to be said about a really good mozzarella stick. And what makes a really good mozzarella stick is when the outside is nice and crispy. And like there's some chew to the cheese. And there's some chew to the cheese. And like stretch. This does not stretch. Mm-mm. This was like. It's kind of gelatinous. Yeah. Yum Corporation had some bulk cheese and they didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> so then they were like, I know what we're going to do. squares. And slap it on a pizza. Yeah. Uh, it's not my favorite. I would eat the entire thing if I were hungry enough. Yeah. But that's not saying much. I here okay, I'm gonna add this to the conversation. There are some people that some of them live in my family okay. who get to the crust and they're done with the pizza. Well, and I think that's dumb, but this would make you eat the crust. Maybe. Yeah. I or mean not. the problem that I have with this is strategically my um mozzarella pieces were on the cheesy part and when you lift it up there's no cheese on that part so you just have like yeah that's nonsense you have non-cheesy crust and the crust part is just kind of i mean it's for dipping right which i will say did come with extra marinara which is exciting no i'm not ordering that okay holly okay i would eat it but i'm not ordering it okay let's give the rating system uh out of five cobras five being the best pizza you've ever had how many Cobras, Bradley? Well, the best Pizza Hut. Can we at least? Yeah, best Pizza Hut pizza. I'm going to give it two and a half. Okay, Holly? A nice two. I was going to go two. I give it a number two. Uh, <laughs> It'll give you all a right, number two. So there you go. This is for a limited time. So hurry. It's not a bad thing. So Yeah, hurry up. Maybe Again. just wait. We uh, have to use the cheese. How are we going to use the cheese? Exactly. I just, I don't know that I would ever order another Pizza Hut pizza that's not a stuffed crust pizza. I agree with you. On I like that. my stuff, Chris, man. It's the best. Um, can we take a quick turn uh, and talk about another thing that happened in the break while we were getting our pizza ready? Yeah. Number one, uh, for those of you who may have been listening earlier in the week, we had a situation occur here at work on Tuesday. Some pies that were made for us went missing from the refrigerator. They were stolen. They were stolen. And Sorry. then eaten by wolves. Hungry, a hungry pack of very impolite wolves right here at the radio station. It kind of became a thing. Uh, One of the people who was implicated in the pie pilfering was a man by the name of Noah, who works in our office. Mm -hmm. Noah came in during the break and said, I just want to check. There's some stuff out in the kitchen. May I eat it? So he learned a lesson. He was being snide, but I accept it. And I wanted to thank him. For doing the right thing and checking around before he put his mitts on the food. Now we're going to bring this Pizza Hut pizza over there to join whatever else is over there. And it's all fair game. Now, the other thing that happened, though, is the wonderful Jason Matheson. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From our morning show here on My Talk 1071, and also Betty and Earl's uh, Biscuit Kitchen has stopped by with a note that says, I'm sorry, rude rat bastard stole your pizza. I'm sorry, pie. And there are wonderful raspberry white. Is a white chocolate? Is that what he said? I don't know. Biscuits. But they look amazing. They're like dessert biscuits. They are beautiful. And I can't wait to put them in my mouth, but we're going to save them. And by the way. I'm going to go put them in the fridge. I'm not putting mine in there. I'm never well, doing that ever again. It, do you want to leave it out, though? I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. I mean, I've, I'm going to press my luck. There's whipped cream. I just don't want you to get sick. Well, it's not like leaving tuna salad out. Yeah. It's cream. And I feel I like mean, it's going to fall. But you do you. You do you. I'm going to do me. I just don't want to take chances anymore. I mean, do you really I feel get like nervous. going to do anything after what we put them through? Um, you know what? You're probably right. Should we test the situation? Should we throw a GoPro camera over in the kitchen area and see if we can catch anybody touching to catch our a food? Predator. Yeah. Yeah. Is that entrapment? Hands off. Yeah. Don't touch. Belongs to us. Okay, fine. My biscuits. I'm going to refrigerate my biscuits uh, and I'm going to roll the dice, especially because I know where to find more. But uh, Betty and Earl's Biscuit no, these Kitchen. these look amazing. I can't wait to. This will be a wonderful Valentine's treat. Exactly. Uh, and you can, of course, find Betty and Earl's at uh, Potluck at Rosedale and get your hands on some of these all for your own. They're very pretty. Hannah got some good pictures for our social media, right, Hannah? Yes? Perfect. She said yes. Thank you. Uh, all right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some celebrities who have been behaving badly, and we want to tell you about them. D-bags. We call them D-bags, and we're going to talk about it after this right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we have a name for them. That name is your ma. D- no, D bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D bag? Orlando Bloom. Oh no! What did Orlando do? Or should I say Orlando Broom? Uh, mm, because he got a tattoo that is meant to celebrate his son Flynn. Uh, It is Flynn's name in Morse code. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Um, Only he swapped out the L for an R. So it says Flynn. So it says Flynn. Okay, can I ask a question? Uh Uh-huh. Did he Google it? I don't know how he arrived on the Morse code um, or how that happened. But it seems like... Before you have something permanently inked on your body, yeah, you're gonna want to have that double, triple, super checked. Yeah, um, especially if it's in any type of language that you're not familiar with. Yeah, like Morse code in his case, Japanese kanji would be another one. Stinky well, barbecue finger. Yeah, I feel like there are no short. I mean, you can literally Google like. 
awkward tattoo mistakes. Right. Right? Right. As someone who has a foreign language on his body, I can tell you that I double, triple, quadruple, mm-hmm. quintuple checked. Yeah. Um, to make sure I knew exactly what I was doing. And then I even went so far as to like Google the quote to see like what people said about it. Cause sometimes you don't realize that you like a symbol uh-huh. or a saying yep. that other people throughout time and history have used mm-hmm. that could then make you look like you're one of those people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, um, like, and this oh, I love this like, Buddha symbol. It's yeah. really cute. Oh, that's a swastika. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe mm-hmm. don't do that. Or just, you know, sometimes people will read something and it'll mean one thing to them, mm-hmm. but the rest of the world reads it in another way and it gets used in negative ways. I'm just saying there's a whole book full of those kinds of quotes. Mm-hmm. Called the Bible. That's what I'm trying to say. So oh. yeah, just be real careful about, you know, yes. you know, what you're putting on ink and on your body is all I'm gonna say. But I but specifically in this case, I just don't for see how Orlando you make this Bloom mistake, actually. This but. is your child's name. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you just have somebody double check it? Yeah, it's a I will say it's a really cool tattoo. It looks awesome. I'm hoping that it, you know there's room for the dot or the dash that is missing. Um, I don't know Morse code myself and perhaps to him it will not be an issue and he'll just be like, you know, his heart was in the right place and the sentiment is there. But I mean, it does look really cool. It just is. Or maybe he'll change his son's name to Friend. Maybe not. But I mean, he could. Sure. I think it's probably easier to just change the tattoo. Right. The what? The tattoo. Okay. The tattoo. Just double, super, double, triple, quadruple, quintuple check before you have something I also, on your body. I mean, I get it. Like, I in this case, I understand. Like, it, it's it looks cool, but I think like, what's your connection to Morse code? Right. Was your great grandfather like the guy on the Titanic who never got the message through, or actually did? And no one listened. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, that's yeah. I'm just saying you have no connection to Morse code, right. so it's kind of. That's when it. That's like when you get something Japanese on your body. Well, okay. Do you have a connection to that in some way, yeah. or is it just like you saw that on Pinterest and you thought that's that works? You know, Maybe yeah. he's really into the history of Western Union telegrams. Yeah, you don't know. He, the tattoo also seems to have the coordinates of something. Probably the birth. Maybe of the child could Very be the conception could be where he was when he had the tattoo made. I don't know. It is really cool, though. That's all. OK, um, would you like to know who my D bag yes. is? Uh, my D bag is a double D bag and it includes one but not two D bags. It's Pitbull and Tony Robbins. What? Okay, Pitbull and Tony Robbins have teamed up to do something. There's actually like a third guy, but you don't know the third guy, so it really doesn't matter. And I want to thank Holly for this because Holly pointed this story out and I was like, well, that sounds like a D-bag, so I'm stealing it. Um, And steal it, I did. It turns out that Mr. Worldwide and the world's most annoying life coach, Tony Robbins, decided to get together with a, um, a guy with a lot of money to create New York's hottest workout studio. And when I read about this, because, you know, this is the thing everybody's doing. It's kind of like, you know, celebrities opening restaurants. Now you got celebrities opening boutique gyms. 
Well, in this case, they opened something called Grit Boxing. And this was open in the summer, I think, uh, of last year in New York's Flatiron District. And it basically combines boxing and running. So this is like a thing now, right? Like you just get a bunch of people on treadmills. Yep. Because you don't need a lot of room. And then they have these like water-filled boxing bags. Well, okay, fine. Something new and different, right? Wouldn't be something that I would probably be super excited to do. And then, uh, so that to me is no big deal. But then you start to read about some of the ways that like Tony Robbins and or Pitbull are worked into this experience. And it just sounds like maybe you don't want any part of it. For example, um, they've got like Pitbull music playlists, right? So you're going to hear Mr. Whatever in 305. Okay, Mm -hmm. like big deal, right? They also have like clips of Tony Robbins um, motivational motivational speeches playing as you're running. No, that made me run faster, but out the door. Away. And not only that, um, they do have joint-friendly water-filled punching bags, so. Joint-friendly? Yeah, so like when you're punching something, it's supposed to be better on your joints. Oh. Do you think I said weed? I was thinking. (laughs) So you can smoke weed and punch a bag, which is kind of like the two don't go together. Anyway. Now um, you can see why I was so confused by it. Um, But that, to me, is not the most bizarre part of this. So you've got Pitbull... Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins speeches, Pitbull's music. Oh, look at this at a full bar. And what? literally I watched this video of this woman like trying out this thing. And then at, at the end of the workout, they all come out of the studio and they start handing them shots. No, literally the class starts doing shots, 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 shots shot, shot, after. Shot. Can I, can I yeah. ask you? Mm-hmm. In 2020, yeah, getting people liquored up at the gym with a soundtrack of Pitbull and Tony Robbins, does that sound like a good idea? Not even okay. a little bit. Okay. In the also, 305. Also, the last thing I'm interested in doing after a really difficult is doing workout shots. is shots. Yeah, literally they were doing um they were doing shots and then drinking cocktails. Um and <laughs> it's also one of the, the liquors that they're using is of course Pitbull's signature 305 tequila or some dumb thing. I don't even know whiskey, some some kind of booze that is connected to uh, I don't this is interesting. I don't think there's better ways to do something. There might be cities in this great big wide world where this is going to really take off. I don't think Minneapolis or St. Paul is going to be one of those cities. Yeah. This just does not sound like a Minnesota workout, right? Yeah. Like I could see people doing shots of wheatgrass juice, right? Kombucha. Or even like espresso. Yeah. But tequila shots after a, a workout after you've been indoctrinated with also Tony Robbins after you're like depleted of electrolytes, etc. You're gonna just pile in some vodka. I feel like that's an accident waiting to happen. Yeah. Well, and that's a bad choice. Yeah. That somebody's gonna make waiting to happen. Exactly. Like oh, I was just a little too drunk at the gym. Oof. Yeah. Oh. With Tony Robbins? I mean, do you remember the book or the article we read about Tony Robbins? I thought we weren't doing Tony Tony Robbins Robbins anymore. We shouldn't be. 
for a number of reasons. Yeah. I thought he had a timeout. And out. the 305. And don't we with Pitbull, maybe? No? I gotta be honest. just the glasses? I love me some Pitbull. I don't know why, but what is he hiding behind those glasses? I, I don't know. But it feels like joy to me. Money, maybe. I don't know. I love Pitbull. Did he do something that... Because now I'm starting to second guess my no, Pitbull love. No, you can love Pitbull. No, I mean, you're yeah. entitled like, to love ha- whoever you want. No, no, I just, no. whenever I see him. What I'm specifically asking is not whether or not I can love him. Cause, but is are there? do we have any marks against him like we do against t- Tony Robbins? No. Mm-mm. So it's safe. It's a safe place? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to continue in the bosom of Pitbull um, until further notice. Uh, All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, there's more D-bags than we can handle. We've had some D-bags spillover. We're going to address another D-bag with a D-bag double down after this on My Talk 1071. All right, sometimes the D-bags are just too plentiful on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we have to. we have to create a whole new segment for them, and it's the D-Bag Double Down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, God. Um, I have another D-Bag for us. Who's our D-Bag? Hollywood Life. By Bonnie Fuller. Yes, Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller, and particularly in this case, Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller because of an article about wait for it Adele let me guess Adele has the most beautiful singing voice we love to hear her sing uh no this has nothing to do with the chosen profession or career of one singer named Adele Mm. in fact here's the headline from a woman a woman a senior writer for Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller a woman headline Adele looks incredibly slim in black athletic leggings after revealing 100-pound weight loss. Okay. So this is not the first article. In fact, I think we've already talked about this this week. I know that it might seem like I'm beating a a dead horse drum uh, to bring this story up again. However, it is important because it needs to stop. It is nobody's business what Adele is doing with her weight unless she wants to talk about it. And if she decides to do an interview about it and talk about it, great. It's her business, not ours. And this particular article, this article in particular, goes into extreme pointless detail to lay out clearly Adele's physicality. For example, let me read you just a little bit of Beth Shilliday, senior evening writer's words about Adele wearing black leggings and looking amazing. Okay, because it's a whole article. Ooh, Like, she spent some time on this. This is the whole... Yeah, there's a whole article about this. But here's the first paragraph. Holy moly! In the best pics yet of Adele since her 100-pound weight loss, the singer wore black leggings and a top that showed off her flat tummy and tiny waist. Wow. Hello! Is that you, Adele? Get it because you know, oh, it's a, yeah, that's so cute. The singer literally looks like an entirely new person following her 100 pound weight loss. This is now the third time I've read this within three, two sentences mm-hmm. in a headline. Mm-hmm. In the first really good full body photographs of the reclusive singer, her slim down is so completely impressive. Okay, wait, can we pause? 
in the first really good pictures. Like she's some mystical animal in the wild that we can't quite get a good picture also, of so that we can all scrutinize her body. Will you do me a favor and go to this article, please? Okay. Uh-huh. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So I need you to go to this article and there uh, is a link mm-hmm. in the first paragraph of this article mm-hmm. wherein it says, you know, these are the best picks. She looks like an entirely new person. Yeah. Her slim down, blobbity blue, and it says you can see the new pics of Slim Adele. By the way, Slim Adele. She's not just Adele. Mm-hmm. She's Slim Adele mm-hmm. right here. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, is that an appropriate characterization of the pictures that are linked? Right. That they're really good. That the, uh, what were the exact words again? In the first really good full body photographs mm-hmm. of the reclusive singer, are these really good? No, they're actually, I think really all they are is pictures oh, of her also, whole body. I can't tell that that's Adele. It looks kind of like Angelina Jolie. Well, I think that that's part of what she's trying to say in her in her article is that Adele is barely recognizable as Adele. Because so Adele looks really good because she doesn't look like she herself. doesn't like look like herself. You yeah. can't even recognize her. That's how good she looks. This is a woman who is a quote senior evening writer. I don't know what that means. She only works in the evening. Um, and there's some other words about her which I don't think are necessary. But um, again, it just goes on to basically talk about these pictures of her wearing um, tights. And it says, you know, like it does that thing that the Daily Mail does where it's like, here she is walking around in clothes. Like, well, whoa. The interesting thing I'm, I think we might have skipped over is that link that is in that article in Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller only links to a Daily Mail article. Which are, that is the exact same article. Which are literally just paparazzi photos. Right. Of her like walking out to her car. So Bonnie Fuller couldn't even be bothered to actually buy the actual paparazzi photos and put them in her own damn publication and she and and she can't be bothered to just link to the photographs she links to a whole different article in a whole different publication that is the same kind of drivel as what this person is writing here the last paragraph of this story says that she's been steadily losing weight ever since she separated from her husband because everyone knows when you kick that zero to the curb, you you start taking better care of yourself, yeah, you do. and you drop a hundred pounds. Yeah, um, this weight loss was again. super noticeable, especially in her face with her pronounced cheekbones and sharper jawline. Okay, she looked unrecognizable from her old self, but she sure looked happy. Does she look happy? In I mean, she doesn't look like she just looks I'll, like a person. She looks like somebody who's in the middle of Actually, saying something. She's like, like, uh, you looking at me? Right. Yeah. She's like halfway through a statement and they snapped the photograph. You looking at me? Exactly. Also, 
this is all just lies. What do you mean? Meaning that we don't know anything about right. Adele. We don't know. We don't zilch that everyone is going with this story now that she lost 100 pounds and she's on this calorie restricted diet. That's no lie. Right. We don't, well, know, we anything. don't know anything. No, I was, to your point, she has never spoken directly to my knowledge about this issue. People are speaking through alleged sources and talking all sorts of stuff about what she did or did not do, which is kind of pointless, right? Like, you don't know what she did. You're assuming you think you know what she did, and you're applying all these things to it. Right. This is the thing that always gets me, is that the headline is always, after Adele's 100-pound weight loss. Who who did the Adele weigh-in that knows the exact... Yeah, who gave the total? Right. It just... I mean, and then don't even get me started on all of the language around... She looks unrecognizable. And the best she's ever and her, looked. And her old self. Like she's, you guys, I got new, I got to tell you something. This might come as a surprise. No matter what weight people are, she's the same person. She's the same person. Yeah. What? Yeah. Also, the things that you're saying about her old self still are going to probably hurt her new self. You know, if you're saying she looks so good right now, she looks great. Her old self remembers what it was like however many pounds ago, and she's still going to hear those things as though you're saying, boy, she looks unrecognizable and so beautiful and amazing right now. Ergo, she was trash before. Which she wasn't because she's Adele. Yeah, it, it just it frustrates me to no end. And Beth Shilliday is certainly not the first and she won't be the last tabloid person to write about this. I will say, though, and this is where maybe I'm like, you know, mansplaining a little bit, but like Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller. I feel like this is an opportunity because it feels like it's a very female forward publication mm-hmm. that you could maybe be a little, um, I don't know. Thoughtful, thoughtful in your coverage of women and their bodies Sensitive. in 2020. But this just seems like they're falling back on the same old crutches that People Magazine does now. People Magazine and, and this publication, too, they they all do this politically correct dance around language, but they're still doing the same thing. Right. Which is obsessing over her body. Right. When she is not obsessing, it would be one thing if Adele chooses to the next time she's doing like a media journey to talk about it great that's up to her mm-hmm. but in the meantime why are we all talking about something we know literally nothing about because mm-hmm. probably because she's not talking about it everybody's trying to fill in the blanks uh-huh. when we come back on the colleen and bradley show uh fill in the blanks of this question so maybe you do get chocolates for valentine's day what's the first one you eat Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.